Hi there, Ecclesia, and welcome back to the Practicing Resurrection podcast. My name is Danielle, and I am one of the interns on staff this year. And I am extra excited to be with you today because this is actually a very special week for Christians everywhere. If you didn't already know, Wednesday marks the beginning of Lent. So to help us prepare, we are going to be reflecting on Joel chapter two today. Please prepare a space for yourself to let these words sink in as I read the passage aloud. Joel 2, 1 through 2, and 12 through 17. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on the holy mountain. Let all who live in the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand. A day of darkness and gloom. A day of clouds and blackness. Like dawn spreading across the mountains, a large and mighty army comes such as never was in the ancient times, nor ever will be in ages to come. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord our God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord our God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate the assembly. Bring together elders. Gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the portico and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? So as we know, This passage is part of the Old Testament in the book of Joel, who was a minor prophet of his time. And of course, this was written before the coming of Jesus, so it wasn't exactly written in reference to Lent. But what I like about this passage is that it models much of what takes place during Lent. There is fasting and repentance and reflection Most of all, there is also this spirit of expectation for what God is going to do. And that's what I really want us to lean into today. Before we take part in all these incredible elements of Lent, we should prepare our hearts and minds for what God is doing. So what is a spirit of expectation? Well, if you've ever been around children during the season of Christmas um, or have ever been a kid, (laughs) um, you can see the joy on a child's face when you hand them a Christmas present and they're just jumping up and down. They have no idea what's in the package and they're just so excited to rip off the paper or rip open the bag and see what's inside. And I think that is something that we can model as Christians as we prepare for this season of Lent. 
um, we can ask, how do we want to see God move in this season of Lent? And what does that look like practically? Um, is it our relationship with God? Is, you know, is that a spirit of ex- expectation that we can have? Um, do we want to see God move in our marriage or maybe our kids' lives? or maybe the lives of our neighbors or communities or even our nation's governments. Um, There is so much going on in all of those places and arenas. Um, And it just gives us an opportunity to have the spirit of expectation of what God can do in the lives of so many people. So I just want to give you guys this encouragement that this season of Lent is an opportunity to lean into our faith through reflection and intentionality but it's also an opportunity to see god work in our lives and relationships ephesians 3 20 through 21 says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And this passage was written when Paul was supposedly in prison, but it is seeped in this joyful expectation during a time of such despair. And Paul models for us what a spirit of expectation looks like because his faith in God's abilities overrides his current circumstances. And let that wash over us today. His faith in God's abilities overrides his current circumstances. So as we end our time together, I just want to pray over you that we may have open ears to hear God's daily words, open hearts to authentically pursue him, and open hands to receive the blessings that he so joyfully gives. Grace and peace to you, and may the season of Lent be a blessing.